The interior design of a space can significantly affect your feelings and well-being. Ancora Interiors can help create an environment which reflects the message of your business or design a living space which is a reflection of you, your lifestyle and tastes. Providing both e-design and fully-fledged interior design services to suit every budget. Ancora ensure that the look you want becomes a reality using a range of digital visualization tools to perfect the look of your space before a paintbrush is lifted. Check out AncoraInterior.com for more information or contact us at hello at AncoraInteriors.com for a free consultation. You're listening to Go Fish exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome everyone to the latest episode 60, sort of 59 but kind of 60 because I'm going to count that last uh, little 10 minute promo as an episode of the Go Fish Business Tips podcast. My name is Mark Pollard and my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Uh, joining me are my two fellow co-hosts, the wonderful Chris Roxburgh from My Marketing Guy. Hey Chris. Hello there, how are you? I'm splendid. We're I'm get, get through this intro a lot more efficiently now. We're restricted to 30 minutes. And I'm saying hello there a lot better as well. <laughs> There's no messing around anymore. <laughs> Ish has got us on a tight time scale. Yep. Uh, which brings me nicely onto Ishtar Ali from Ankora Interiors, who is our third wheel. <laughs> Behave. A third person of the trio. <laughs> that was a nicer way of putting it, wasn't it? Yeah. Hi, everybody. How are you doing, Ish? Good, thank you. Uh, so, um, quickly, all the housekeeping. Go Fish, you can check us out on social media where we pub- publish uh, business tips. We do the business spotlight, which will help showcase our followers. Um, so, if you want to get in touch and feature on that, just to give your business a bit of extra exposure, uh, then either direct messages on your platform of choice or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, at GoFish Podcast, or you can email us at GoFish at the podstation.co.uk. Uh, there is also a contact form on our website, which is GoFishPodcast.com. Go and check out any of the above. Um, and yeah, hopefully, if you want your business uh, spotlighted, you can do it through that. Also, we have various tips and probably pictures of us, which I'm a bit reticent about, but. I enjoy doing it, though. So there we go. We have no choice in that, Chris. I didn't realise there were pictures up. I'll have to check. <laughs> Usually ones of while you were sleeping. Was, was I consulted? No. <laughs> no. There was well, no contest. That's fair enough, then. Uh, what else? Um, you can check us out on all of the major podcast platforms. We're on all the major ones. So Apple, Google, Spotify. We're now on Amazon Music. Uh, so, yeah, I think we've pretty much got our bases covered there. So yep. you can subscribe. You can automatically download them onto uh, the uh, device of choice. There are also uh, quick links. If you go to the website, you'll actually see all of the platform images. If you just click on them, it'll take you through to our page, and then it's dead easy from there on in. Right, so I've very quickly and rather efficiently, if I might add, uh, gotten through the uh, boring stuff. Bravo. Uh, We're going to be 
covering what a topic which we hope will lead on to other topics as we go along so there'll hopefully be a little bit of a thread running throughout all of these shows that might make listening to it a bit bit more of a a theme serialized is that the word i'm looking for can be yeah rather than just individual shows um as we said in our previous episode, we're going to keep them down to 30 minutes to make them a bit snappier and yeah. a little bit more commuter-friendly. And, and it helps us like stay up to date with what's current as well. So, you know, the topic that we're going to discuss today is super applicable to what's going on in the market at the minute. And what is that? It's about inflation and cost of living and how the hell is this impacting small businesses? Juicy one, this. Serious stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think probably no no topic about inflation would be complete as it stands at the moment without a, a sort of glance back at what we've what we've come through mm. because the pandemic two years of it pretty much um cost a lot of companies dear uh, a lot of them went to the wall a lot of them are struggling to get back on their feet still and now we've been hit by not only uh, a war in ukraine Brexit after effects of COVID and all all that uh, and the knock-on effects of all that with um, the cost of living increases to energy, uh, food, the lot. In fact, the last research I saw was uh, cost of living has gone up by about ten percent. Is that? Uh, does anybody else see that one? I would have thought it was more than that. To well, be it, it is on certain items, but yeah. over a general over a general mm, which uh, is significant. Basket, yeah, yeah it, it's it's huge, mm. and. You know, we had a lot of companies feeling that they weren't properly supported throughout Brexit, although the furlough thing was absolutely amazing, I've got to say. There's a there's a balance to be struck here between praise and criticism of the way the way all that was handled. But nevertheless there were sole traders in particular who um felt as though they they were left in the lurch. And they are struggling to get back on their feet and that's what that's the background of what we're looking at today, really. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't want to get political on this show. I guess the, the the support they provided during the pandemic was quite generic in that it was aimed at just helping everyone. And so perhaps some people who needed more help didn't get it and some people who didn't need any help at all got what they didn't actually need in the first yeah. place. So. Yeah. I guess swings and proud. I mean, the long and short of it is, it is what it is, and you've just got to get on with it. And there's no point complaining about things that have happened that you can't now change. No. You've got to see what you can you can get, and hopefully, what we touch upon in this episode might help sort of reflect on some of the things people can do to help get momentum going if needs be, or or if you're already flying, is it a case of you don't you don't need any support? But there will be those companies, won't there? But it's very much a mixture. Small businesses, uh, small businesses get hit badly when uh, when inflation goes. I mean, look at ourselves. You know, we, we're we're sole traders. We've uh, we've got rising costs all around us. Where, well, in my case, I'm cancelling subscriptions. That has a knock-on effect to to those companies because I won't be the only one. Not just my subscription they're going to be worried about. I'm, I'm cutting back on, on a variety of, of different things from, from a business perspective. Do I, need, do I need to order paper or can I use re, recycled paper that, uh, that's been printed on once but I'm not going to look at it again so turn it over, use it again. Um, those, those sorts of economies are, will be happening on a massive scale all over. 
and um, yeah, small business is, is sadly affected. How's it impacting your business, Ish? Well, people now have a choice, don't they? They're deciding what they want to. They're deciding what they want to spend their money on because do you pay for fuel? Do you pay for a new interior? Do you pay for food? Do you pay for a new interior? It's really those key kind of decisions that the consumer making, that the consumer is making has changed significantly um, over the past six months as a result of everything that obviously Chris has just mentioned. So I do feel like commercial businesses are probably... Um, still up for working on projects and that's where work is coming from I think residential customers are probably slowing down a wee bit because one the price of um, products has gone up um, the price of services so my trades have all increased their prices as a result of inflation and cost of living and so everything has exponentially just gone up in price so why would you if you can't afford to do the the shopping or feed the kids or put petrol in in the, in the car at the minute why would you pay for major work so it definitely has impacted my my work area but at the same time I know other trades that have just still busy with work so I think it it swings and roundabouts for everybody as, as Chris mentioned what about you Chris well from a personal point of view as as you well know Mark um, marketing is is one of the first uh, first casualties um, and because it's seen as a it's seen as a luxury which is frankly ridiculous but um, market a marketing department is seen as a luxury so people are losing their jobs in theory that should be good for people like me because there should be the, we should be able to pick up the slack on a on a on a virtual basis on an outsourced basis become the outsourced marketing, uh, marketing mm. director marketing manager call them what you will uh, to replace those members of staff. The reality is, in the past, when the, when there've been recessions, this hasn't happened to a massive degree. People have just stopped marketing and advertising, and that is, I'm sorry, very short-sighted. It's counterproductive, isn't it? The time to to the time to maintain your presence is when other people aren't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, definitely. The advice it would always be if you're struggling, get rid of staff before you start culling your marketing budget because your marketing budget's going to bring in more work, A, to solve the problem you're facing, and B, to create more work so you can rehire the people yeah, who you've gotten say, rid of. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not a case of being callous f- to fulfil your own self-interest. If you're struggling for work, the last thing you should be doing is culling the service which is intended to generate Leads. the very work that you're desperate for. Whereas I think some people just panic and think, all oh, right, that's X amount going out the window. By all means reassess it and make sure it's doing the right thing for you and it's been as effective you might need to reorganize your priorities so that the stuff you you're going after is better suited to the budget you've got but go yeah please don't get rid of it but also people the businesses need to to really clearly define their objectives to the people that are helping them with the marketing so that your marketing team really fully understand what you're trying to do who your target audience is and therefore can help you achieve that goal as opposed to you know just doing graphics or just doing this or just doing that there's a lot more that you can get from your marketing teams that you're possibly not tapping into so exactly like you said Chris you see it as an outsourced function for the time being and then if it continues to work well obviously you hire people back and it can be a consultancy but it is so wrong just to get rid of it it's also a time to sharpen up 
the marketing and advertising effort as well. Cull what what doesn't work. I mean, that's a statement of the obvious. You should do that at any time. But many, many, many people don't. They don't know where their leads are coming from. Make sure you know where your leads are coming from and, and do more of the same and chop the rest the way that, that's being ineffective and just a, a cost to the business. So we, we were sort of touching there on marketing and, and re-evaluating your strategy, I guess, which is something we always talk about, about who your, your ideal clients are and being perhaps better organised and more um, focused on what you're going after. The other side of that, of course, is business uh, um, you mentioned about how at home you're looking to reduce your outgoings. What what kind of things can you do from perhaps a business perspective to assess that? I, I suppose one thing is if you've got a, a mortgage on your commercial property, maybe speak to your mortgage broker about whether or not there's um, changes that can be done, whether it be to extend the period or factoring um, debts that you've accumulated during the pandemic that can be absorbed into your mortgage. So the, there might be things you can do. You might be stuck into a um, a variable rate, whereas maybe a fixed rate would be better given that interest, inflation, uh, interest rates are steadily being increased as we go along. What about utilities? You can get them reviewed. There's quite a lot of companies that will come in and do a full yeah, yeah. review of your utilities because, again, they're can sometimes be offered a fixed term contract based on set prices. Yeah. Um, I suppose then you're rolling the dice as to whether the current prices will be maintained or may drop at some point. But that, obviously that's a business decision you're making here and now, not necessarily. Yeah. The review your insurances as well. I know I've got insurances that are coming up for renewal. Shop around, don't just go with the same supplier. It's anything where you can review your costs basically and, and your overheads and just think about how that might might kind of save you a bit of money but also look at where it makes prudent sense to spend money in such times like like you both said it's not all about cutting costs it's about being smart with where you choose to focus your funds and where you choose to focus your energy so if it is a reassessment of your customer base for example and targeting a different set of customers because your previous set of customers are now changed as, as a result of if, you know these cost of living issues then maybe it's a good opportunity to refocus and retarget and look after those existing customers absolutely I mean, they, they are, God. in times like this they're gold dust yeah absolute gold dust you may have to tweak your prices and they're not going to like that but if it's a decent customer and you know them well a sit down and an explanation face to face as to why you've got to uh, increase your prices and uh, and so on and so forth and try and find out what situation they're in try and give them a bit of advice as well because we're all in the same boat here yeah and if we can like pass work over to our clients as well from people that they might need i mean it's it's a two-way thing if you're dealing with you know other small businesses help them out and then they'll help you out with 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation.
remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. There's a lot of businesses. I'm saying this on the basis that I have now put my prices up. Um, The fear of, oh my goodness, will they still use you if you put your prices up? The reality is everyone else is putting their prices up. Why shouldn't I? Are my services any less? Well, it's not a question of that, is it, Mark? Your costs are going up. I mean, I know people whose timber, wood's gone, the cost of timber's gone through the roof. And I've got um, clients who work in that sector who've obviously had to pass that on to their customers. People in print, the cost of paper's gone through the roof. There's people um, in the radio business uh, telecoms where getting equipment for example from ukraine a customer of of ours who who gets radios and the like from russia russia it was and then had to go to china yeah because of the embargoes or whatever yeah so it's 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 quite complicated uh and all those prices are being passed on and i know putting your prices up at a time when everything's going up is is probably slightly concerning but at the end of the day you have to survive you've got well you it's not just survive you've got to value what you do i haven't put my prices up because i need it to survive i put my prices up because i've never actually put my prices up based on an hourly rate and i should have done because the world's Prices have gone up. You you were telling me ish that some of your tradespeople have have put their hourly rate up quite substantially. Yeah, and customers are paying for still paying for our services because they still they still value the work that we do. At the end of the day, if you do a good job, your customer will still pay because they value the job that you do. And this is where we need to focus not on pricing, but value of service that we provide to customers or the value of your product. If if that is something that they can't find anywhere else, they will continue to work with you. And that's what we should you're, be you're doing. You're right. It's all down to quality of work, whether you're, in, whether you're a plumber, um, a plasterer or a marketeer yeah. it, the quality of work has to be has to be up to the standard the client requires and we've spoken about pricing a lot I mean you're never going to compete to be the cheapest in the market so don't try no. like value your services price at the point that you are and if the customers that you previously had can't afford you anymore find the customers that will afford your services because there are customers out there that will pay your price Having just told them that they existing customers are like gold dust, <laughs> I suppose at the end of the day, a non-paying customer isn't a gold dust, Not is it? All. It's a headache. And those are the people that you'll start to find now more more customers of small businesses not being able to pay their bills. So what do you do with them? Keep lagging them on or get rid? 
<laughs> now who's being callous, Chris? <laughs> Ooh, I'm keeping out of this one. <laughs> does does all of this uh, turmoil prevent you from being able to properly forecast and plan? Or is that just an excuse for not doing it? Because actually, if you forecast and plan, uh, you have the ability to adjust. I think you've got to do far more short-term forecasting and planning now. Um, Whereas it might have been on an annual basis, I, I... well, I'm doing I'm doing mine on a on a quarterly basis at the moment. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, you know, as soon as I can see a bit further, I'll make it six months and then twelve months again. But um, there's no point in planning too far into the future because look what's happened in the last six months. Exactly. So. All because we haven't recorded a session. The world's <laughs> gone into. Do you think we'll get the blame for all this? I'm reckoning so. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. I think a quarterly approach is the right approach, even for us at the minute, because we just don't know what, what tomorrow's going to look like, what the price is going to look like, what you know consumer feedback's going to look like. So a short-term view is, a, is the right view. Mm. I, I read a, a Goldman Sachs uh, stat yesterday that's very highbrow for you it is a bit that said 80 percent of small business owners uh say that their business's financial health has suffered um over the last six months 80 wow. percent's massive that is and those are the people that we're we're really talking to and and hopefully saying look it's not all all is not lost uh, and for those that may have lost a lot, they'll be coming back and and going again. I've heard of a few examples like that. Um, it's it's just a question of sitting tight and, and doing whatever it is you possibly can. Isn't it about being a bit creative as well and thinking outside the box in times like this? Yeah. What do you reckon, Mark, from your creative marketing hat? Well, yeah. Uh, if you refocus your plan properly, then you can still use the existing, more commonplace stuff better. But if you can think out of the box, it's a brilliant opportunity to grab people's attention with perhaps less of a budget because people notice things that are different. And it doesn't have to cost you a small fortune. Mm. And so, if the two, if two businesses are trying to attack, trying to attract the exact same people, and one of them's doing it, say through Google Ads, which are costing a fortune, and someone else is doing it through a slightly more creative marketing campaign, yeah. like a personalised um, strategy. Yeah. Uh, are you more likely to get it? Well, yeah. you'll definitely get more. You probably more likely get noticed. noticed. Yeah, and it'll cost you a fraction of the price of the competitor mm. just by perhaps putting a bit more work, thought, and effort into it. Yeah, or enlisting the skills of a very creative and genius marketing strategy person. <laughs> 
hashtag think, just saying. But that, I think now is the time to provide that personalised service and go think outside the box because people are stepping back and maybe thinking twice before they make any consumer-related decisions. So why not take that time to just step back and be like, okay, how can I get... who Who is my client? Is my client still my client? And then how do I attract that client if 50 other people are trying to get that business? How do I stand out from the crowd? That's definitely how we're trying to do it, Funky. We, we, what we, are you guys doing? Well, I'm not going to tell you because it's a secret. And if I told you, it wouldn't be creative, would it? Because everyone else would go and do it. But we've got some stuff going on that is a lot more creative and will hopefully attract those targeted customers. We've... We've definitely been more specific about the ideal customers that we're after. Um, So we're going after more specific industries. And the way we're going to hopefully get to those is by being more creative in our approach. Because there's millions of marketing agencies. Mm. They all want work. So we won't be the only people knocking on the door. The nope. key is, can we knock on the door with a different tune? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so I've, they go away humming it. Yeah. S- similar to you, I've changed my lead generation approach massively um, over the last fortnight, three weeks. And the results of that are just beginning to come in and I'm quite, quite optimistic about it. Um, likewise, if uh, if anyone listening wants to know uh, wants to know what I'm doing, happy to have a chat. Love it. Just not over the airwaves. Yeah, <laughs> for a small fee as well. <laughs> but that's good because that shows that in in you know such difficult times at the minute there are opportunities out there. If you just yeah. you know well, exactly it, maybe what I'm it saying. stops us from being lazy as business owners because you can always can you can tend to fall into the more comfortable slippers lazy and some people um myself probably being one of them have have just become a little bit dispirited about the whole pandemic post-pandemic covid yeah, because we all managed to get COVID when we thought it was all over, didn't we? I, <laughs> I lost my sense of taste and smell for a week, which is the weirdest thing in I the world. I lost my sense of humour. Oh, I, I never had one. <laughs> did you like that one? I did, yeah. Um, okay, well, our half an hour is nearly up. Um, do we have any tips or tools that we can recommend we we have given some pretty useful yeah tips i feel i think in summary we're just saying take time out to review your accounts perhaps with your accountant or your financial person uh, perhaps go away and think about how you might be able to attract well double triple checking if your customer is still your customer based on the current situation and different ways that you might be able to attract uh, your customer or your new customer. Think creatively and just don't knee-jerk reaction and have a short-term view that you need to just cut costs everywhere. Think differently, think proactively and think, how can I use my funds in a smarter way than maybe I'm using today? Have a a look at your outgoings and, and reduce them 
as as appropriate rather than just ad hoc there are apps out there that allow you to do budgeting yeah. quite easily which is quite a handy tool there's loads of them on on the app stores so just go on there and see whether there's any useful but for me the recommendation would be use and utilize the expertise you have available so speak to your accountants speak to your marketing uh, teams uh, speak to your financial advisors uh, tap into them see what they can do to help guide you through or make you that shark in the chummy waters yeah and like contact us obviously and maybe we can give you some free promo because that's what we're here to do too there is a spotlight nice nice link there very clever yeah go fish at the podstation.co.uk if you want to do that or give us a follow on social media we're going to start running competitions as well aren't we yeah so you'll only find out what they are if you carry on listening. If you carry on listening and if you uh, follow us on the socials. Subscribe. Subscribe. And Tell your friends. Give us a review. Yeah. And if there is a topic that you want us to cover, send us a message and we'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Very exciting. Guys, it's been wonderful to be back and bringing it in at, as I'm looking at it, under half an hour. I'm Ooh. feeling rather pleased with myself. Yeah, good, Go good going. Well done, guys. Uh, so, what's the next topic we're going to be doing? Uh, we're going to be talking, which I think leads really nicely on from this one, business plans. Yes. Ooh. The queen of business plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully you've enjoyed this show and you found it useful. Let us know. Uh, we'll check you out in just two weeks' time, which is very exciting. Uh, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. And we will catch you next time. Bye now. Get social at Go Fish Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.